Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine, chiropractor, and functional nutrition practitioner, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. I'm excited about today's podcast, but before we jump in, I wanted to remind you to download this month's special gift at drjockersgift.com. From keto meal plans, smoothie recipes, to fasting quick start guides, we have a new complimentary gift every single month. To get your gift, simply visit drjockersgift.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S-G-I-F-T.com. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. This podcast is sponsored by our friends over at Paleo Valley. And one of their products that I use on a regular basis is their apple cider vinegar complex. And I use it to help support my energy, my blood sugar, and to promote good digestion. You guys have heard me talk about the importance of stomach acid in the past. Stomach acid helps us prevent against pathogens. So when we eat food, pathogens come in like parasites and bad bacteria. Good stomach acid helps kill those things. It also helps us break down protein and absorb minerals and different nutrients. Well, apple cider vinegar is one of the best things you can be using to help promote the right amount of stomach acid to be produced. And that's why I take this with meals. On top of that, the apple cider vinegar, really it's really good for blood sugar stability. See, when you have blood sugar imbalances, that can make you crash in the afternoon and cause your body to hold on to fat, especially belly fat, which makes you feel hungrier more often, you have cravings. Well, good news, you can actually take apple cider vinegar. Research has shown that it helps reduce the glycemic load and improve your insulin sensitivity. And that is really key for all day energy. On top of that, it helps with weight loss by lowering your fasting blood glucose, by increasing your metabolism improving your muscle performance so you can crush your workouts, regulating your appetite so you feel like you're in control and you're not just driven by your hunger and cravings. It also decreases insulin, and that's key because insulin is the fat storage hormone. And insulin, more insulin we have in our bloodstream, the more inflammation our body's going to produce. So apple cider vinegar is powerful for getting insulin under control, bringing down inflammation, and helping you burn fat for fuel. So what I love about the apple cider vinegar complex is it's a thousand milligrams of apple cider vinegar, about a one and a half tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. And then they also combined it with other warming herbs. They have 300 milligrams of turmeric, one of the most powerful anti-inflammatory herbs, 300 milligrams of ginger. And turmeric and ginger really synergize to have a powerful anti-inflammatory effect in the body. They're also great for the digestion, for gut health, for stomach acid production. There's also 150 milligrams of cinnamon in here. We know cinnamon is one of the best things for blood sugar support and 50 milligrams of lemon. And lemon really is good for stomach acid production. Bile flow helps stimulate production of bile, pancreatic enzymes, so we can really digest our food optimally. 
And Paleo Valley, all their ingredients are all, they're all organic. So no toxins in there and it is really pure and it works guys. So definitely check this out. You can go to paleovalley.com, use the coupon code JOCKERS at checkout to save 15%. I know you guys will love this product. Well, hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I've got a good friend of mine, Dr. Terry Harmon with me here today. And I actually met Dr. Harmon originally through the Truth About Cancer. We were both speaking at a, at a few of the conferences there. And I've always really enjoyed my conversations with him. Not only is he a man of high integrity, loves the Lord, but he's extremely knowledgeable. And um, he is doing some really interesting things in his clinic, working with people all around the world and also um, hands-on like with his functional medicine clinic. And he also does chiropractic care as well. And so we're going to talk all about the autonomic nervous system and its relationship with your mitochondria and your microbiome. And if you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time, you've probably heard me mention those terms. You may have a vague understanding of them. We're going to go into a lot more detail on what those things are and how important they are to your health and the interrelationship in the body. So just stay tuned for that. And so a little bit about Dr. Harmon. He is the owner of Cairo Chiropractic Health and Wellness Center located in beautiful Western Kentucky works with clients all over the, really all over the world, certainly all over North America. Um, and he helps people reach peak performance. He's also helped a lot of people with all different types of chronic issues, autoimmune conditions, late stage cancer diagnosis. And he has a passion for helping clients experience optimal health. And we'll go into his little, his story because his mother battled aggressive non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I always, I've always found when either, you know, when, when, when a doctor is either experienced a major health struggle themselves or a, a close family member, somebody they love has dealt with it, they have a whole new level of empathy and um, a whole new level of drive to really learn the, the deep levels of how the body works and how it heals. And so I'm excited to get into his story there. And then he's also created, he's very innovative. And that's why I've got him on the podcast because he's created a few systems of evaluation, communication, and care that help clients go from guessing to gaining peak clarity on what needs to be done to optimize their health and healing. He has an acronym he calls the CAMP Life, which is Courage, Autonomic Nervous System, Mitochondria, and Purpose. And we'll talk about that in this podcast. So Dr. Harmon, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. It's an honor to be on here. Good to see you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's start with your story and how you got going with this. And particularly, I know you've been in chiropractic for a while and you transitioned into functional medicine as well. So let's talk about really what inspired you with this and also this transition into seeing people all over the world with functional medicine. Yeah, you know, the the, the short version of it, which I think really works for people is it started off when I was literally a, a baby. Um, I was a very, very sick baby. Was My parents were told that um, I wasn't going to make it um, <laughs> out of going from, from one doctor to the next. Eventually, as a last desperate attempt, they took me to a chiropractor. I got adjusted. I got better. So, you know, when I'm doing things even today, sometimes I... Um, when people are looking at my passion and all the things we're doing, it it starts there. When I was four years old, my mother was diagnosed with cancer and um, I'm the youngest of six. And I was simply told, 
Um, mom's going to be struggling. She's going to lose her hair. She's going to spend a lot of time in her bedroom. Um, try not to disturb her. And um, as a four-year-old, I can just remember fairly clearly, like, I remember my heart kind of shrinking that, um, wow, this is my mom. And then for 22 years, literally my mother, um, my parents, but my mother battled cancer through conventional um, care, um, different places throughout um, America looking for help and hope and um, the ups and downs of chemotherapy and radiation, bone marrow transplant. And I graduated from chiropractic college, was in love with uh, what I would call traditional chiropractic, just loved the idea behind a bone on a nerve equals bad. And um, yeah. that what I was doing in practice was aligning spines, taking pressure off the nerve system and having a ball Mm -hmm. And then I attended a conference that was on heavy metal toxicity and detoxification. I never gave any thought to working with people with cancer. I, I literally never did. Um, I just wasn't there. But then I went to this conference and what I began to learn was um, the chemical aspect that we talk yeah. about in chiropractic, chemical subluxation. And I remember my mom was still struggling at that point. It was just scary. It was up and down. We never knew, you know, what the next month was going to present. And uh, I said, hey, why don't we do some heavy metal testing? Um, I talked to them about getting her mouth cleaned out from mer uh, mercury fillings, from amalgam fillings. And the long and short of it is my mother lived another 16 years um, cancer-free with no conventional care at all for 16 years. And I thought I, I thought initially I'd found the cure for cancer, if you will. Mm. I said, this is simple. Adjust people, test them for heavy metals, detox them for heavy metals, and we found the cure for cancer. Well, I discovered shortly thereafter there was more to learn. Yeah. Um, and then what happened, my friend, is what you said. And it just uh it's then people would come into the practice because they've heard things. And they would have cancer. And of course, we don't treat cancer in our clinic. But um, and then I would discover more and more and more causative factors for cancer, yeah. which has led us to today. And we're still learning, um, yeah. but we've we've come a long ways. Yeah, it's a continual learning process and, and cancer and really all chronic disease is multifactorial. So one major trigger for one person may not be a trigger for another person, right? And so uh, so that's that's really what it's all about, is just constantly learning and uh, trying to figure out where those triggers are and starting to remove those. And I know you, know you really focus on the autonomic nervous system, which is really kind of the foundation of chiropractic. So let's talk about that because most people don't really understand what the autonomic nervous system is. Yeah, it's it's been big because even before working with my mom, that was my passion. Um, and then to be really clear, I like to share this with people. You know, um, I had doubts. How much of an impact was chiropractic having on the nerve system? Even though I was trained, I was trained that when you adjust somebody, it takes pressure off the nerve system. It helps the nerve system be healthier. And I believe that I still had doubts, and that led to you know, a lot of conferences, a lot of reading, and then a lot of testing. So, and, and it's led to where we're at today, um, yeah. which is, so I like to just teach it like this, the autonomic nerve system work to, to um, 
we'll just say on a simple level has two branches, sympathetic and, and parasympathetic. Sympathetic we call fight or flight. And um, when sympathetic is activated, that's what we're gonna tend to do. We're gonna tend to um, work hard at something, work hard into something or work hard away from something. And we need the sympathetic branch. It gets vilified a lot. And then we have the parasympathetic. And I like to summarize that as rest, digest, repair, repopulate, and revelate. So that's there's a little bit more there, but that's when we're when we have parasympathetic activation, the body's resting, it's repairing, it's yeah. digesting, um, it's repopulating. I just use the R because it's optimization of hormones. And then it's revelate. When we're in a parasympathetic state, we're going to tend to get have constructive thoughts and make constructive decisions. Yeah. What testing has taught me over the years is taught me a lot. Testing with heart math, with a neuroscan, with aura ring data, with sweet beat, with anything and everything we can get a hold of. Yeah. What testing has taught me that I like to teach to people is when you feel like you're at peace and resting that does not mean that your autonomic nerve system is in a parasympathetic state. I call that autonomic awareness. And that was a good decade of my studies was what the heck, you know, how do we, how do we teach this to people? And then, and then how do we help people get unstuck? How do we get them to spend more time in parasympathetic? And then um, ultimately the measurement that we like to look at is heart rate variability. Yeah. Well, what is heart rate variability? Let's talk about that Yeah. and how heart you rate, look at that. Yeah. So uh, not to be confused with heart rate, heart rate, we yeah. would summarize as pulse. Heart rate variability is the variability between beats of our heart in milliseconds that then basically translates through into a score that we call heart rate variability. So the higher the heart rate variability, the more adaptable, resilient, strong the autonomic nerve system is. So even though we'll talk about parasympathetic and sympathetic, ultimately at the end of the day, the goal is a very high heart rate. Or another way to look at it is a heart rate variability that's getting better. Right. Yep. And so basically, you know, I think we would naturally start to think that if they were measuring the heart rate, so we all are familiar with like a heart rate measurement, such as like 60 beats per minute. This is actually looking at what's happening in between those beats and kind of the space or the gap between those beats. And for most people, like I naturally thought, okay, it should be like the same gap, the same spacing between those beats. But actually, that's not what we're looking for. In fact, if it has a monotone, you have a low heart rate variability, and that's actually a sign of more sympathetic dominance yeah. and a weakened nervous system. And uh, you want that variability uh, where it's actually different lengths of time in milliseconds um, between those beats. And that's a sign, like you said, uh, being more resilient and stronger and being more adaptable to the stressors in your life. That's exactly what it is because from that, with our classical training with, hey, nerve system is, you know, the master control system of the body. Yeah. And then I like to incorporate mitochondria and micro and, and microbiome in there because they're, I consider them all the same system that the higher that heart rate variability is then these other systems as well are going to be more resilient. They're going to be- right stronger. And when I'm working with clients, we encourage them to get an aura ring as quickly as possible. Mm. Um, it's not perfect technology, but it's really, yeah. really good technology. Um, yeah. Because from that, over time, 
you can teach your clients or we can teach people to look at that data and begin to discover that which elevates their heart rate variability and that which brings it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it's the, the stuff that we maybe already know about healthy nutrition, fasting, sleep, sun exposure, exercise, but then it becomes nuanced for each person. It becomes nuanced that, you know, when you and your wife go to this restaurant, your HRV goes up when, you know, when you go to this restaurant, it goes down mm-hmm. as, as a kind of example where you begin to discover, wow, this really makes my heart rate variability better, which in turn, again, improves everything else. There was research that I shared recently on the link between heart rate variability and, and viruses specifically, um, we'll say COVID, specifically that where they said, hey, if you have a healthy autonomic nerve system, we'll use the term you're impervious to you know um, the negative effects of the virus. And we'll just say that generally. Um, and if you have a low heart rate variability, then we're gonna tend to have a more of a negative experience with that which is around us. Yeah, it makes sense because, you know, viruses are stressors on the body. And so if you can adapt well to the stressor, your body can deal with it. Plus, we know the autonomic nervous system ties in and really controls the immune system, right? And it can really controls all of our our entire endocrine or hormonal system. You know, it's a master control system of the body. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Now, when it comes to heart rate or when it comes to the aura ring, like I've got an aura ring right here on my finger. And so for those of you guys aren't familiar with it, it's basically a ring that you wear on your finger. And it tracks your heart rate variability throughout the day. It's tracking basically how much movement I'm doing, which obviously we all know movement is really healthy, plays a key role in overall autonomic nervous system activity as well. Um, but it's only tracking the heart rate variability at night while I'm sleeping, right? Yes. And you can actually check it. You, you have an app on your phone. And so like, you know, every morning I check my sleep score, I check my heart rate variability. And like, like you were saying, you know, I'm looking for, Hey, what did I do yesterday that allowed my heart rate variability to be so good as opposed to, you know, the day before where it wasn't very good. And it gives you that instant feedback. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely amazing over time. I tell people yes. over time when my clients get it, um, sometimes they'll get frustrated with it early on, we, we do our best to, to, to coach them and say, hey, just use it as information. And half the time when it goes up or half the time when it goes down, you're not going to know why half right. the time, the other half the time you will, you may not like the reasons or what happened, you may not like that. Yeah, but you want to take that information. And we have a, an ebook or e guide that we say, write that down. Hey, I went and played basketball my heart rate variability went up. I met with my accountant, my heart rate variability went down. Okay, let's do more basketball, maybe figure out the accountant thing later on. It's, and then people will find it as well with their their favorite foods or their favorite beverages sometimes where they'll okay. say, oh gosh, it's telling me that wine is not good for me. Okay, then do with it what you want, but at least then, then you know, you're going from you know reading something in a textbook to you're actually looking at data um, that to me, uh, because we do so much functional medicine testing and I love it. I say the aura ring, you know, gives you, you know, the equivalent of kind of five functional medicine tests every day. Yeah. So just, just use it, you know, to your advantage. Another thing you mentioned as well, that, that I, we're, we're finding a lot with is respiration rate. You know, mm-hmm. when you look at that screen, the readiness yeah. screen, it's respiration rate is big based upon how people are breathing while they're sleeping. That's That was one as well that was a little, it was on our radar a little bit, but in the last couple of years has really kind of 
you know, uh, revealed itself. Yeah, let's talk about the importance of that. Because, you know, you have nose breathing, you have mouth breathing, there's big issues with sleep apnea. So what are you seeing with the respiration rate on the Oura Ring? Yeah, step one is just that to get people when I'm working with clients, I'll say, you know, to 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 your knowledge, do you sleep with your mouth open or closed? If they have a spouse, usually the spouse can chime in as well, that ideally we're going to sleep with our mouth closed. We can use mouth tape to possibly help ourselves. Yeah. There's this really cool appliance intake breathing that can basically it's magnet that can open this up while you're sleeping if you have some issues there and then we have oral microbiome and nasal microbiome that we've known so when we talk about microbiome we'll say five years ago i was typically just thinking about the gut and right. and and right. that's vital because that's the enteric nerve system it's linked back to the autonomic nerve system we've got the vagus nerve going back and forth but over the last couple of years we've just dug into oral microbiome testing so if we have some really, we'll say, um, pathological bacteria in the mouth, now that's going to alter the autonomic nerve system. It's going to basically impact up to the hypothalamus pituitary. It's going to impact the vagus nerve, and it's going to impact the gut. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have this test that we do called a Marcon's test, um, which is really for multiple antibiotic-resistant staphylococcus infections. But when we do that test, we see a lot of people have a lot of nasty stuff in their sinuses. Right. And then what's happening there is, and it, a lot of times it's unbeknownst to them. They don't necessarily have sinus symptoms. Hmm. That's impacting sleep. It's impacting whether they, their mouth is closed, hypothalamus pituitary, sympathetic, parasympathetic. And then we combine that with thermography, which is just I caught this by accident, actually, with, with thermography. I would look at our patient's thermography, thinking, again, breast and gut, right? Typically, yeah. that's how I looked at thermography is what's happening in the breast tissue, what's happening in the gut, lymphatic. And then we just saw person after person just, you know, all kinds of inflammation in the sinuses, orally, you know, root canals, that type of stuff, cervical lymphatic inflammation. And I'm like, that's a reason why this person's HRV is staying low. It's right. not because they're not exercising. It's not because they're not getting adjusted. It's not, be, it's, you know, cause they would, patients would sometimes feel bad and get frustrated. They're like, yeah. man, I'm doing all the stuff. And then we were like, okay, here's the deal. You know, you've got infections up here that's impacting the brain and it's just open up. It's, it's what we were talking about earlier. It's, it's this never ending kind of journey of revelation that our role is to make it not confusing and overwhelming for our clients to the best of our ability and say we're going to chip away at this one thing at a time until you get that hrv up to where it's just at a level that you're as healthy as you can you know possibly be yeah this is really fascinating you know on this podcast functional nutrition podcast we put a lot of emphasis on nutrition and that's really because you know one of the things we really have the most control over is what we're putting in our mouth, what we're, what we're actually eating on a regular basis. Sometimes it's really hard to control other other elements like, you know, an infection in your mouth that you may not even be aware of that may have come from a wisdom tooth that was extracted 30 years ago, right? Yeah. And, you, and, and for most people, they don't even know these things, okay? And so, um, you know, sinus, uh, you know, like a sinus dysbiosis, basically a bad bacterial balance yeah. in their sinuses, and they don't have noticeable symptoms of it, right? But it's causing 
sleep disordered breathing and things like that, that are affecting their autonomic nervous system and their heart rate variability. So uh, this is all really, really good insight. And, you know, doctor means teacher. And, you know, this is one of the reasons why I love talking to Terry is he's constantly searching. He's one of the most analytical, um, in-depth analytical minds that's out there practicing functional medicine. He's constantly looking upstream to what's contributing to these factors. He's testing on a regular basis with things like heart rate variability and looking for changes, looking for, for signs and signals. And are you using anything to test heart rate variability during the day? Because the aura ring is good at testing it at night. Is there anything that you're looking at for testing it during the day? I We recommend Sweet Beat. Like we, we like that. There's also yeah. HeartMath has technology as well that yeah. for personal use, if you will, I like Sweet Beat. You have to put a chest strap on, but you can look, you can look at heart rate variability and then you can look at sympathetic to parasympathetic ratio. And it is valuable. It's very valuable to be able to look at say midday. Um, and, and you say, I feel really calm or I feel really stressed either way. I love for people to test during those times because um, I'm going to say half the time they're, they're off on that where they're like, boy, I just feel at peace right now. And they're in sympathetic dominance and they don't realize it because that's become the new normal uh, or vice versa, where people are saying, boy, I'm stressed as all get out. They think they're in sympathetic dominance and they're actually doing really well. They're actually, you know, they may be for lack of a better term, we'll say fired up, but their autonomic nervous system is, is still okay. It's still in the zone. I think about just, I think about a lot of different things, but like Michael Jordan, um, yeah. he, he wanted the ball you know, at crunch time, right. which meant even though it was crunch time, probably to his nerve system, his nerve system inside of him was calm. So he could take that shot and make it more times than not. Um, so even though we may think we're in sympathetic dominance or parasympathetic uh, state, testing throughout the day is helpful as well. Um, just to really get an idea on that. And it's just valuable Like on the, on the or ring, for those who have it or are, are contemplating getting it, I say the goal is to get to 50 plus as quickly as possible on your heart rate variability and then just keep chipping away at it with different nutrients, right? With alterations in your food, with food sensitivity testing. It's so, to me, it's so fun. It's so rewarding. I love my clients that part of their questionnaires are where is it at? And then we have an aura cloud as well, where people can become a cloud member and I can look at their data as well. Um, it's very empowering once you once you understand it. It's it's extremely empowering once you, you get over the frustration with it. Yeah, that's really, really fascinating. I just wanted to take a moment and interrupt this podcast to tell you about my new favorite health boosting tool. It's called C60 Purple Power. You guys know that I'm constantly vetting products. Everybody's sending me their products. I wanna see what's really working and helping people get well. And I wanna experience it for myself. And I can tell you that C60, Carbon 60, is one of the most cutting edge new products on the market. It is a super antioxidant that lifts the oxidative burden at the cellular level. We know that oxidative stress and just an overload of free radicals is what rusts us and ages us from the inside. Carbon 60 basically acts like a free radical sponge that helps our body heal itself. C60 helps us fight inflammation, 
boost immune function and increases our energy and mental clarity and helps us age more successfully. C60 Purple Power offers 99.9% pure sublimated carbon 60, never exposed to dangerous solvents, and it's delivered in 100% certified organic oils that are made in the USA. So you can get it in organic avocado oil, organic extra virgin olive oil, organic MCT coconut oil, and the MCT co coconut oil uh, also has some special flavors. They've got a cinnamon and an orange flavored variety that, that tastes great. And what I do is I put it in my smoothies or I just take it in a teaspoon form and just one teaspoon a day really gets you results. Most users notice an increase in energy and mental clarity after just 30 days of daily use. So you should try it out and see if you notice the results. You can go to www.c60purplepower.com and use the coupon code DRJockers, Dr. Jockers, all one word. Use that at checkout to get 15% off your first order. Or you can go to the link c60purplepower.com forward slash jockers. So again, if you if you're checking out, use the coupon code DRJockers to get 15% off. Or if you go to the c60purplepower.com forward slash jockers, the 15% off will be automatically applied to your order. And if you're just interested in learning more about C60, it's a really new revolutionary product. You guys are gonna hear a lot more about it over the next five to 10 years, but right now it's very new. And so if you're interested in learning more, go to the C60 Purple Power on YouTube, go to their channel and you can learn a lot more about it. And if you're interested in trying the products, remember the coupon code Dr. Jockers for 15% off your first order. So try that out today and be blessed. You know, it's good to know that that biofeedback, like you were talking about, even though that's a little bit more cumbersome, actually wearing it on your heart, like a chest strap, but uh, just getting that biofeedback where you start to realize what it feels like to be in certain uh, yeah. states with your nervous system can be really, really helpful. So I think that's cool. Very much so. Just like you said, where you can look and possibly be in sympathetic dominance and do your your prayer practice, your meditation practice, your breathing practice, your brain tap, as an example, you yeah. can do those things and see and feel like you said, the see and feel where you can say, okay, I, I am in sympathetic dominance. I did this breathing technique, this prayer, this brain tap, and it took me into parasympathetic activation. And this is what that feels like. Right. It's, it's you, you, you totally can discover that over time. It's so amazing. Just something as simple as breathing, what it can do to your nerve system. Yeah. And then you have tools, right? So that when you experiment like that, then you know the tools that are helping you bring you back into parasympathetic or back into balance. And, uh, you know, those are things you can obviously be doing throughout the day, hacks that you can be doing throughout the day to improve your nervous system function. So let's talk about the relationship between the autonomic nervous system, the microbiome, and the mitochondria, and also just briefly explain, you know, the mitochondria and the um, and the microbiome for those that are kind of new to our show. Yeah, it's it's funny when you ask that. I was there's two other things that you know I, these systems that I feel like are, are really interconnected. So yeah. autonomic nervous system, I love it. It's been a passion for for a long time, and then discovering mitochondria. The summary of mitochondria is. Uh, the batteries within our cells, you know, do we have strong, healthy batteries or not? They manufacture, we'll call it energy, energy so that we can have energy. 
and energy for the cells to work properly. So that's why for me, uh, when people say, what do you have for energy or I don't have energy, um, I try and explain to them that, hey, that's a big deal. Yeah. That we we really, I, I teach it as we want to have more energy than day versus day than, you know, more day than energy. Right. Um, and so, and, and unfortunately, if you will, at least for me, I haven't found a, a magic pill for energy. But what I have found is that if we can improve the state and health of the mitochondria, then you you will have more energy. Yeah. And it's glorious because the mitochondria is really how we process our calories um, along with, again, the, the, the microbiome. It's how we process our calories, fats, carbohydrates, proteins, how well we can take our food and turn it into energy. And then our hormones and our neurotransmitters in our nuclear DNA are really reliant on mitochondria. So if we want to have healthy hormones, if we want to have great neurotransmitters, if we want our nuclear DNA to be supported, then we need healthy mitochondria. That's where that, uh, we'll call it with cancer, what we now know um, pretty strongly is that cancer is a byproduct of mitochondria breakdown versus nuclear DNA breakdown, that the nuclear right. DNA may misbehave, but it's gonna misbehave based upon autonomic nerve system, toxicity, and then uh, the mitochondria. So mitochondria will say energy, but it's interconnected to the autonomic nerve system. And then the microbiome is the bacteria that live in and on our body, gut, skin, nasal, oral, vaginal, anal. So that's our mitochondria and we want to we want to be a people that's constantly trying to upgrade our, our microbiome right and 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 those come together our immune system is really a byproduct of all of that a part of all of that and then here's this really cool thing called the cardiac autonomic nerve system yeah this is amazing this is if you will the heart that is talked about in the bible where it says, we talks about your heart, we sometimes translate that soul, but there's actually an autonomic branch around our heart that's connected there as well. So um, the Bible says in Proverbs 14, a calm and tranquil heart is life and health to the body. Right. But then it also it says, guard your heart for out of it springs all the issues of life. Right. And then it talks about a broken heart or, a, and it's, it's just fascinating all these systems are connected. They come together. And, and again, my, my hope is not to make it confusing, but to just say, hey, these are the things that you can learn about and you can chip away at. You don't need to feel overwhelmed because everything you learn, you can just chip away at it. And it's, and it's glorious. It's, it's, it's fun. Um, and then again, like you said, doctor means teacher. So hopefully um, the content that you know, anything that we do, hopefully it, it's something that's a blessing and not challenging or confusing. Yeah. And I, you know, I, what I found really interesting there too, was you talked about how really our immune system is a combination. Our immune system's function is going to be based around a combination of our autonomic nervous system, which again, is that part of the nervous system that can, that is automatic, right? Like we don't have to think about our heart beating and stuff like that, that sympathetic parasympathetic branch, where we're at, how we're balanced there, measuring that with the heart rate variability, how well our mitochondria are functioning. And then also what's the, the health and the state of the microbiome, right? Those all coalesce, yes. give us kind of our immune resilience. Yeah. In the research, 
when I was preparing for the first time I spoke at the truth about cancer in the research, I'm digging in. I'm like, what am I missing? What, Lord, what would you have to show me? And it really, a lot of the research says that, that the nerve system, the immune system is one super system Yeah. in, in some of the research. And I'm like, wow, that was new. I hadn't seen that before. So, you know, in, in this day and age, when we're um, chatting a lot about the immune system, which is great, it's understanding that they're they're just connected. That yeah. if your nerve system gets healthier, your immune system gets healthier. And then conversely, there's ways to support the immune system, which in turn is going to pull up the the, the nerve system as well. Right. You know. On a side note, something really really neat for people is with supplements. Yeah. That I tell people that, you know, with the aura ring, when you add in a supplement or take out a supplement, it, it's not gonna give you 100% clarity. It's not like it's gonna, but I know when I add in a supplement, one of the things in addition to the reason I started adding it in is I'm gonna look at my ordering data. I'm gonna look at it and see what what's happening here. Sometimes for lack of a better term, everything stays the same, but sometimes boy, things will, there's some really cool stuff and it's gonna be on an individual basis right? where you can look and really get an idea of, how much potentially is that supplement impacting me? What have you noticed? Let's talk about some of those. What have you noticed from a diet perspective and then also supplements that have impacted you personally? Yes. A diet is, you know, some basics is don't eat late. Um, I think we've heard that a bunch, but I've, 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 um, I've had to see that a hundred times. Yeah. You know, where it's like eating late just uh, is, is not a good thing. Um, intermittent fasting that everybody should contemplate, you know, looking at intermittent fasting, that fasting is good. Um, prolonged fasting. We, we encourage people to do three, three plus day fasts, you know, based upon a lot of different criteria. Mm-hmm. And that has been a game changer for so many clients Yeah, um, is getting people educated on how to do a prolonged fast and how to how to support their body during that but i just can't tell you the people that you know they'll say dr Herman, i'm stuck at 50 i'm stuck at 50 i'm stuck at 50 and then a couple days after their three-day fast they're they're cruising at 70. yeah that's been so amazing and so fun um with diet as well it's i recommend people spend a lot of time in ketosis mm-hmm. right in ketosis and so the more time people spending ketosis with less fluctuations in their blood glucose, that's going to be really friendly to the autonomic nerve system. Um, Supplement wise, it's dealing with deficiencies and toxicity. So through testing, a lot of times, if, if somebody has a vitamin D of 20, we test it and then they go from 20 to 50 significant increases in HRV, and it could be magnesium, of course, selenium, iodine, and then toxicity. So we'll test for mold or heavy metals. We find it, we begin detoxing it. Heart rate variability goes up. A couple supplements I really like that are simple, good melatonin. Mm. Melatonin has been amazing to discover over the last couple of years that it's more than a quote unquote sleep supplement, right? Anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, anti-cancer. And then there's this supplement, um, GPC, glycerol phosphocholine, GPC. A lot of people are familiar with phosphatidylcholine or phosphatidylserine. It it is a vagus nerve and a nerve system kind of supporter. Hmm. 
that one uh, just delivers um, like, and it, so that's, that's been good. Everybody so far, doesn't mean there's not going to be the exception, but everybody so far that's supplemented with GPC has seen a significant uptick in um, heart rate variability. Um, and it makes sense because it's actually supporting the nerve cells um, pretty profoundly. It supports the body's production of acetylcholine. And as we get older, we're going to have less acetylcholine uh, production or level. So that one's been really fun. Again, I'm not and telling people out yeah. there to take it, but it's just something that you might consider. Right. Um, and then, um, Doc, anything that does actually support the mitochondria. So we do a lot of organic acid testing and yeah. we'll see um, deficiencies or degeneration of mitochondria. So when we find that, if we can help people resolve that as mitochondria gets healthier, it's going to increase HRV. So just fun how it it yeah. links together. Yeah. So are you doing things like uh, CoQ10 for that, ubiquinol, PQQ? Yeah, I like ubiquinol, PQQ, yeah. um, uh, carnitine, acetyl-L-carnitine, D-ribose. Um, yeah. All of yeah. those can be helpful. And then you've been teaching this for a long time, which is magnesium, yeah, magnesium. <laughs> addressing magnesium. Yeah. Um, it does so many things, but it supports the nerve system. Um right. Those those are things that we see are are super helpful for mitochondria, um, and people. The cool part about that is within a short amount of time. Um, sometimes not quite as quick as people want because sometimes they want it, you know, within 48 hours. But within a couple weeks, um, people typically start to feel it and start to notice it um, if it's needed. Right. Yeah, all really, really good stuff to know. What have you noticed been, have been some of the big things for you personally? Yeah, um, routine. The yeah. nervous system The nervous system loves routine. It's very interesting about the nervous system. It loves routine, and then it loves hermetic challenge, right? So it loves to be challenged. So um, just a regular bedtime and a regular waking time coupled with i you know some of these so many of these things are habited i love morning barefoot runs yeah um at sunrise it's going to be different for everybody but you know we know that grounding is very beneficial we know that um sun exposure is very beneficial specifically yeah. sunrise sunset for circadian rhythm um one of our hashtags is habit your health so um yeah. those are those are things is just establishing when you routine. get the red light and the near infrared light, right? Yes. Sunrise and sunset. You know, there's like a, there's a ancient saying that says, if you want to have energy during the day, watch the sunrise. And if you want to yeah. sleep well at night, watch the sunset. It's very true. You know, one of the things I try and teach our clients, I said, there's all these amazing biohacks out there, what have you, but you know, there's a creator that turns the light switch on and he turns yeah. the light switch off. And, um, you know, we're not smarter than that creator. We are not. And when he turns that light switch off, we're, we're well served, you know, blue light blocking glasses and, and to, to get to sleep, you know, after that. And then, you know, for mitochondria, heat and cold exposure, along with legitimate exercise. Mm -hmm. So um, I do sauna a lot. Yeah. Um, and I, I do cold showers and ice baths a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, when I did my own and a lot of our patients, uh, genetic SNP testing, 
you know, a lot of us, we don't, we, a lot of us weren't born with great mitochondria. That's the other thing to understand yeah. is like, don't compare yourself to one another. Um, your best friend may have been given great mitochondria. So you can't eat pizza and, and, and drink bad stuff with that best friend because right. they, they can handle it better than you can. But if, if I can encourage people to expose themselves to heat, expose yeah. themselves to cold and prioritize their workouts, these things are amazing for the mitochondria. And then you just get tremendous return on investment with that stuff. Yeah. And are you, are you timing out workouts based around like your heart rate variability data? Or what have you noticed anything with that? I, I like on the order ring, what I, what, what I like to introduce people to is I call it the 10, 10 principle on the activity. So 10 plus minutes of white exercise a day, white activity, 10, white activity people. would mean like just going out and taking a walk or walking around the house. Or... What it means, I can show you all on activity, get there. You're going to see down below. This is what's fascinating. So you'll see that little white bar, right? You yeah. can see that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be different for everybody. Mm. So um, for some people, it's a bike ride. For some people, it's a brisk walk. For some people, it's a CrossFit type workout. For me, it's always a jog, mm. right? So I, I, I tell people, you're going to get your heart rate variability up if you will every day get 10 plus minutes of white and 10,000 plus steps. It's been amazing. Okay. For me. Gotcha. You know, it's been amazing. So because, the white is kind of like the anaerobic exercise. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. But it's different for everybody. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, whereas what, what gets me white won't necessarily get you white. I can right. do, I can literally do a high intensity interval workout. And sometimes what I would call, and it doesn't get me white. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's different for everybody. And then the 10,000 plus steps is big as well, because when I first got the aura ring, I would be on my way home from the office and I would say, boy, I'm tired, but I might only have eight or 9,000 steps. And it surprised me. So when I got home, what I began to do is just look at my, my data and I just may go for a walk. Yeah. And by doing that consistently, when I first got the ring, my average HRV was around 80. Mm. Pretty good, but I've been working on this stuff for a long time. Now my average HRV is around 110. That's that's my average. And that's just been chipping away at it with, yeah. with the things that we call hacks, right? If you yeah. will. Um so those are the, and so with working out, what I encourage people to do is some cardio. You know, and it doesn't have to be long. Long duration cardio has its detriments. Um, some high intensity interval workout during the week, and then some legitimate lower body leg strengthening and mm -hmm. upper body leg strengthening because um, there's a lot of good data on lower body leg strengthening and and blood glucose stabilization. Yeah, that's a big deal. Plus, it's going to boost testosterone, yeah. which is going to have a positive impact on HRV. You know, we're seeing a lot of men and women with really low testosterone. Right. And testosterone is neuroprotective. Mm. So if we don't have enough testosterone, then we lose that neuroprotection. That's another reason for low HRV. Yeah. So that lower body leg strengthening that most people Lots. don't like to do. Oh, so good. Yeah. I so good. This morning. I was doing it this morning. Yeah, I, 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 I do it. But yep. it is a it is a mental game, you know. Two days a week, I do it, yeah. and I tell people one to two days a week, you want it to be a little uncomfortable sitting on and off 
yeah. um, the stool, yeah. you know, not unbearable, but one to two days a week. If you're like, Ooh, that's a little tender. Yeah. You're in, you're in the ballpark yeah. for all the benefits of that lower body leg strengthening. Yeah, it's so good. And that, and also if you're looking to really build some lean body mass or burn fat faster, I mean, squats and deadlifts, yes. some of the best lunges, these are the best exercises. Yeah, actually our, our mutual friend, Dr. Isaac Jones, my neighbor, he's lives 10 minutes down the road. So he, he comes over on Friday mornings and uh, yeah, we worked out legs this morning. So yeah, it's good. There's so many benefits of that you know oh, yeah. it, it can take a while for people to grab onto it but i'm like just please do it put it on your calendar and the benefits are so yeah. so huge. high huge and then on top of that for heart rate variability just kind of like what i was saying like my friend came over so just good relationships you know so critical as well you may not always be able to exercise with a partner or a friend but you know really doing things to be able to nurture your relationships i know that's huge when it comes to your heart rate variability so that one, and I'm glad you brought that up because we're, we're wired for face-to-face -face yeah. interaction to be able to see actually what's happening here as well. So when it's covered up by something, we lose a little bit of that interaction. Babies, you know, it's mirroring where we're smiling at babies and they smile back at us. And then the other thing, this is a big one, um, uh, this is reading. Reading mm. is so big. It's it's so fascinating because when you're in sympathetic mode, um, you're you do not want to read, right? Just so you know, like a, this is a big thing that I do with my clients when I work with them early on is I'll assign them homework and I'll explain why. I'll say, hey, I'm going to have you read 30 minutes a day. I'll usually assign them a book or an ebook, and um, and I'll say this may be more difficult than you actually think um, it's going to be. Um, and because when we sit down, when we're not getting attacked by a lion and read, we are basically telling the world that everything's okay. Yeah. Everything's going to be okay. So for people watching this or listening to this, if you will establish a routine of reading, ideally a physical book, um, it, it could be, you know, a screen as well, but ideally a physical book of 15 minutes, 30 minutes a day, you actually will be nurturing your nervous system and then along with that you're going to be learning things and unlearning things along the way it is absolutely amazing that is so good you know i've noticed like my wife and i do that at night before we go to bed and we don't always do it but we do it often and i notice that i sleep better and have better heart rate variability on the nights we put on our blue light blocking glasses right we have more kind of more orangish light on in the house rather than the blue light but, uh, you know, it's still any sort of light can it can affect your melatonin production. Yep. And uh, you usually we go to bed around 10. So from 930 to 10, we will we will read. And on days when we're compliant with that, we tend to sleep a lot better and have better heart rate variability scores. And so it's interesting to note. I just thought it was not being, you know, having blue light on like um, like cause a lot of times we'll be, you know, on our phone or we'll have a movie on or something like that. And so, you know, there's there's blue light exposure and I'm sure that's a factor with it, but the element of actually just sitting down and reading a book also is activating the parasympathetic nervous system. It's, it's amazing. It is, you know, and you know, we use the term hack. Yeah. It is so powerful. And, um, and if you're, you know, listen to this and you're, and you're struggling with that, just know you can do it. Even if you have to set a timer, set a yeah. timer, start with 15 minutes, a, phys a great physical book, 
Yep. And and then continue that habit, and you're actually nurturing and calming mm. your nerve system. It's yep. fascinating. It's 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 been so profound for so many of our patients. When when I have patients come in, that's one of their first first assignments is I'm going to have you start reading every day. And uh, well, why are you having me do that, doc? And I'll say, well, there's a lot of reasons, but specifically because of what it's doing to the nerve system. Man, I love it. This uh, this has been a really really fascinating interview. Uh, so much, obviously, we've talked about so much that we can we can continue to go through. I'll have to have you back on for a part two uh, later on this year, Terry. You uh, you were you were a true clinician, constantly learning, constantly growing, challenging your patients, and tracking all the data. And that's what I love about it is that you're tracking all the data. Uh, I think the last time we talked was, gosh, probably a year and a half ago. And so, um, you know, we talked about a lot of things back then, and you really enlightened me on on several things. And you're enlightening me today too. So, uh, so it's been a, a real blessing. Any last words, of inspiration for our audience? And and also, where can they yeah. find out more about you as well? Yeah, I, I think you know two things come to mind. There's a there's a scripture in Romans um, that just means a lot to me, and I, I and and I shared a lot. It says that now all things work together for good to yeah. those who love the Lord and are called according to his purposes, right? So number one is that as you listen to this, you know, no matter where your life or health is at, no matter where it's at, um, the promise from God is this, that all things do work together for good to those who love the Lord and are called according to his purposes. So that that's the thing that comes to mind. Um, yeah. they, they can find, anybody can find us at, at Cairo Wellness on social media or CairoChiropractic.com. And Cairo has this unique spelling, C-H-I-R-H-O. Um, that word means the power of God in man and for man, you know, and, and that's, the, that's, <laughs> that's our daily hope is that we're connecting people um, with a God who loves them and is for them, regardless of what's taken place in the past as well. Um, so, and so good, Terry. Yeah. yeah. So good. I love it. I love the, the mission, the purpose there behind your clinic and everything that you're doing. And uh, you're definitely an inspiration to many. And uh, we're thankful for you. We're thankful for what God's doing in your life. And uh and everything that you're doing as far as helping humanity. So we appreciate that. We'll have a uh, link for, for him if you're watching this on YouTube. And also, um, if you go to the show notes on our website, if you're listening to the podcast, so you can check out more about Terry, about his clinic. And he sees people all around the world, right? Not just in North America. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All around the world. If you can watch this, you can you can That's right. That's right. So if you want to be challenged to read 30 minutes a day, you want accountability <laughs> and, <laughs> and a whole lot of other functional testing and all this stuff, heart rate variability, uh, you want to learn about all this stuff and really how to track these things and see your progress and obviously get to the root cause of any sort of uh, you know chronic issues that you're dealing with, definitely check out Terry. So thanks again for your time, Terry. Guys, we'll see you on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.